Hello everybody, my name's DJ Odog, and thanks for tuning in to the Sens Review. Uh, so I, I did end up recording Monday, and I'll tell you why. Uh, both my neighbors decided to mow their lawn, and it was a thunderstorm, so I couldn't, I couldn't get any recording in. So I figured we'd push it today, Wednesday, August 12th. Uh, so the, I apologize if the podcast is a little sloppy, or if you hear the pages uh, flipping. I usually try to avoid that, but... Uh, I've, I wanted to kind of keep the integrity of it and have, uh, like, because I made some predictions for the last time, like for the last episode on Monday, so I just wanted to uh, kind of keep it the flow, so we're going to kind of go as if I was recording for the Monday's podcast as well as this podcast. So, let's get right into it. We'll start with some Sens news. Uh, there wasn't uh, really anything other than, should we keep or trade Duclair? Uh, uh, Ottawa definitely won that trade uh, with Columbus. Duke, uh, it was Duclair and two second-round picks for Dezingle. I believe one this year and one next year. Uh, Dezingle had 29 points for Columbus, I think. Uh, yeah, if we're talking about that season, yeah, and then Duclair had... or Actually, I don't know how the website... I, don't, like, I saw the ar- an article, I forget who it's by... But it was talking about Dezingle 29 points and Duclair is 54. But I think that's talking about this year. In which case, Dezingle is on Carolina. So it really doesn't matter. But anyways, Duclair has been really good for Ottawa. I guess that's the gist. So should we trade him or keep him? Uh, honestly, it doesn't matter to me. We keep him around maybe a 3x3 three three deal. Uh, and then, or instead of that, we could trade him. Trade him while he's high. Uh, he is kind of inconsistent, but he did score goals, so I don't know. Uh, so I think that's it for Sen- uh, Senators news. Let's get into NHL news. Uh, we got a bit to talk about. I'll talk about uh, the NHL news preceding Monday's episode, or Monday's planned recording, and then we'll talk about NHL news after. So... Uh, before Monday, what I had was the Hockey Hall of Fame ceremony has been postponed. Uh, uh, Lanny McDonald said likely until uh, November twenty twenty one. I'm I'm curious to see how that um, uh, turns out and how it affects next year's Hockey Hall of Fame candidates. But I don't know. Uh, just thought that was interesting. And then uh, the Panthers, the Florida Panthers, and their general manager Dale Talon have parted ways after. A about a decade of being together. Uh, Dale Talon's uh, contract was up this year, uh, but they decided not to re-sign him. Uh, just some keynotes about his tenure here. Uh, this year they were eliminated in Game 4 by the New York Islanders in the qualifying round. Uh, his contract expired this season, and out of the eight seasons that he was with the Florida Panthers, they only made the playoffs once. So that's not, <laughs> that's not very good. Um, and then finally for... I guess last week, really, there were new, no new COVID cases reported uh, for week two. So, now that, with that out of the way, let's get into the yikes game. Columbus versus Toronto, game five, the only game for the NHL that night. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> I, was, I watched that one. I got a Sportsnet Now account just so I could watch some hockey this month. Um, but Columbus won it. Three nothing, getting Corpusalo getting his second shutout of the series. Uh, man, Toronto tried William Nylander at center, 
that was an awful decision. Like, I get what they tried to do. They've got a lot of talent, so why not try and spread it? But, like, nothing was working, obviously. So Keith, Sheldon Keefe, their uh, head coach, decided to put Marner, Tavares, and Matthews all on one line, which dominated. Like, you knew when their line was out. They spent the entire, uh, like, their entire shift in the offensive zone. But they weren't able to capitalize on it. Tavares had three great chances, which we'll get to. But uh, other than that, yeah, Nylander was not good at center. I mean, I don't blame him. Like, he wasn't put in a position to succeed. He hasn't been playing as center, so why would you expect him to all of a sudden be center in one of the most important games of Toronto's season? But anyways, let's get into the game. Matthews had a chance down the middle to start the game off, kind of breaking through the defense. Uh, and then later on, Zach Wierenski scores the first for Columbus. And since uh, first since being injured... Uh, it bounced off Tyson Berry. Uh, Tavares had a chance, like I said, but he hit the post. Uh, Alec, I think it's Alex Texier uh, domed Frederick Anderson in the face. Uh, he shot the puck, and it, like, stunned Freddie Anderson. It hit him, like, bullseye right in, in between his eyes. Uh, but he, he after being stunned, he was fine. He just they, uh, called the play dead so he could fix his helmet, and then, yep. Uh, Freddie came clutch a few times. Tavares got another chance, uh, couldn't capitalize on it. And then, uh, Tavares was standing in front of the net. He made a nifty play, but couldn't score short side. Had a chance, though. Uh, later on, Marner to Matthews, uh, had a chance in the middle. And then, uh, to Matthews and Tavares, uh, at one point it was kind of cool to see, but they both had broken sticks, so it was pretty much a five-on-three power play for Columbus. Eventually, Matthews was like, fine, whatever, I'll deal with it myself. So he went and got a stick and then came back, got the managed to get the puck and took it out, which was kind of cool to see. But yeah, Toronto managed to fend off Columbus there. Uh, but in that uh, exchange, Tyson Berry got injured and was out for the rest of the game. They believe an ankle injury. Uh, Jonas Corposalo looked really good, uh, which we'll get to later in, in another game. Uh, but Corpus all looked good, but also they were talking about how Columbus was putting him in a spot to succeed, because the way they played defense, he's not getting an insane amount of high-danger chances, so he was doing well. Uh, at one point, Matthews had a nice saucer pass to Morgan Raleigh, who dashed in, uh, but couldn't score. And then, uh, I believe Fody scored a five-hole on Frederick Anderson on pretty much a disgraceful line change. I believe it was Justin Hall failed to do a simple shoulder check. And as someone who just learned how to skate this year, Frig, that was one of the first things you learn is a shoulder check. So that was an awful, awful play. I think that kind of did them in. Uh, I noticed uh, Kerfoot had some insane speed that game. Holy, he was fast, but couldn't get it done. Uh, Mitch Marner saved an empty net goal, but then eventually Nick Foligno uh, took the puck, got past Riley, who was who looked to be injured and exhausted, and he scored the empty netter. So Columbus took the series 3-2. Who were my uh, star players for both teams? Uh, Columbus, I'd probably say uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois and Corpusalo. Corpusalo coming clutch in net. Uh, Seth Jones could be in there too, and Zach Wierenski kind of as a package deal, but uh, Dubois was really fast and really got the offense going. And then for Toronto, it was tough to say, but I think Frederick Anderson did play well. Uh, I think he deserves some credit. With the team in front of him, not scoring or doing defense, he did well. 
And then John Tavares and Austin Matthews. Tavares tried every night, and Matthews was there too, trying every night. So, next up, we'll just talk. Obviously, the draft lottery, uh, the second draft lottery has happened for the first, first overall pick. Uh, the teams trying for it were uh, Winnipeg, Minnesota, Nashville, Edmonton, Toronto, Florida, New York Rangers, and Pittsburgh. Now we know that uh, the New York Rangers were the one the, were the team that uh, won it. Um, and then a recap of the qualifying round. Uh, Calgary won their series three to one against Winnipeg. We're going to continue following them. Vancouver won their series three to one against Minnesota. We'll continue following them. Arizona beat Nashville three to one. Chicago won their series three to one against Edmonton. So that's not good. Columbus beat Toronto three to two, like we talked about. New York Islanders uh, won against Florida three to one, and then Carolina uh, destroyed New York Rangers three nothing. I don't know if I said New York Rangers twice there, but. New York Islanders beat Florida. Carolina beat New York Rangers. There we go. Just to clarify. And then Montreal won their series, the underdog story, against Pittsburgh 3-1. to one. So moving on, out of the five possible Canadian teams that could move on, uh, three of them made it. So not bad. Uh, two. So right now we have two Canadian teams in the West and one Canadian team in the East. So not the best uh, odds, but uh, we'll continue following Montreal, Vancouver, and Calgary. Um... We never talked about it because they aren't Canadian teams, but while the qualifying rounds were going on, uh, the top four teams from each uh, conference were playing in round robin to get seeding. And so I thought I'd just mention, for the East, uh, in the fourth spot is Boston. They looked awful. I don't think they won a single game. Washington came third. Tampa came second. And Philly, who dominated, came first. And then for um, the West, St. Louis came fourth. Uh, Dallas came third, Colorado came second, and Vegas decisively came first. Uh, a quick thing note there was Boston and St. Louis, the two teams who made it to the Stanley Cup Finals last year, are both in the bottom seats. So that's interesting. Uh, but, so this is where I kind of made my uh, predictions. I, so I wrote down who's all playing who in, a, in the structure, and then I predicted who's going on to the second round, who's going on to the third round, who's going on to the fourth round, and who's going on to the final, or who's going to be the Stanley Cup winner. Uh, so that's, the, I'll tell you my predictions now. So, to, we'll go over it. So in the in the West, we'll start with the West. Uh, in the first round, we have Vegas versus Chicago, Colorado versus Arizona, Dallas versus Calgary, and St. Louis versus Vancouver. I think Vegas is going to beat Chicago. I just think Chicago, yeah, they were able to beat Edmonton, but Edmonton was struggled, and I, I just don't think they'll be able to um, uh, beat Vegas. And as the as of the recording now, yesterday, uh, on Tuesday, uh, Vegas beat Chicago 4-1, to I believe. So I'm predicting uh, Vegas moving on to the second round. And then I think Colorado is going to meet them there, beating out Arizona. Arizona played decently against Nashville, but Colorado's just on another level. Uh, I think Calgary's going to beat Dallas, and we'll get to there for game one later on. Uh, and then I think St. Louis is going to beat Vancouver. As much as I love Vancouver and as much as I want a Canadian team to win, I just don't see them moving on, to be honest. I just, I just don't think they've got enough depth compared to St. Louis. But I don't know. St. Louis was fourth in their seeding, so who knows. Uh, so then in the second round for the West... 
I have Vegas versus Colorado, and I'm going to say Colorado's going to move on. Now, I know Colorado came second in the in the seeding, but I think they just, I don't know, I feel like they they can just do it. I just have a feeling. I'm going off a feeling, all right? And then I think St. Louis is going to beat Calgary. Calgary's played well, but they've kind of been battling through every game for the most part. Uh, and I just think St. Louis has that depth. I mean, they, like I said, they came fourth in the seeding, but we'll see if they can turn it on. And then in the semi, that means in the uh, conference finals, we have Colorado versus St. Louis. And I'm going to go with Colorado moving on to the Stanley Cup final. I just think they can do it. That's all I, I like. They've barely had a point in their season where they've all been healthy. I just, the goaltending's been insane. Obviously, they've got offensive power and they've got the likes of Kale McCarr on the back end. I just trust that they can do it. Uh, now in the East, we have Philadelphia versus Montreal in the first round. I think Philadelphia is going to win. Like, I know Montreal had their underdog story against Pittsburgh, but Philadelphia, I think, is the best team in the uh, league, and I'm predicting they'll make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm just going to say it there. Uh, Tampa-Columbus. I'm going to say Columbus, just because Tampa, they've got more depth than Toronto, but they're structured a similar way where they come at you with speed and they come at you with their offense. And Columbus showed that they can shut down Toronto's offense. And so I just I just think Columbus will power through it. Uh, I think this one was where it got tough. I think Washington's going to beat the New York Islanders. It's hard to say why. I just think Washington, as well as uh, New York Islanders, play defensively. I think Washington is structured better than Florida, and they'll be able to capitalize on that. And then Boston, Carolina. Uh, it's hard to say, but I think Carolina's going to win. Boston just looked awful in this round, Robin, and Carolina's got a lot of depth. Um, Boston's been talked about their bottom six, and I know that they were basically the President's Trophy winners this season, but they ha every team had a few months off to kind of figure out what's going on, and Boston did not come back hard. So then I have in the second round, Philadelphia versus Columbus. I think Philadelphia is going to win because uh, Philadelphia is not like Toronto or Tampa Bay. Um, like, they don't rely so... Like, they're just structured differently. Like, if they don't have their offense going, they'll still hit you with all they got, and they are a rougher team than uh, Toronto and Tampa. So I think they'll be able to get past Columbus there. And then Washington versus Carolina. I, this is where I was the most torn. I think Carolina's going to win this year. I think they're going to get past them. I just really like Carolina. Uh, they're doing well. They've got the depth. They've got the scoring. I just... And their goaltending's been there. They can switch. They can rotate their goalies quite nicely. And then the conference finals, I have Philadelphia versus Carolina. Um, I think Philadelphia is going to win. Just Philadelphia is almost seems structured differently than every other team. It, it's just, I just think they can do it. I think they honestly are the best team in the league right now, despite the standings. And um, that means in the Stanley Cup Finals, we have Colorado versus Philadelphia. And I think this is where Philadelphia beats Colorado. They're, St. Louis has depth. Colorado lacks that. But Colorado beats St. Louis because of their speed and their tenacity. Whereas Philadelphia, they might not have as much depth of St. Louis, but they've got some star power. They've still got depth up front. Colorado, their depth up front can be debatable. And 
Philadelphia is tough like St. Louis, but they're also fast like Colorado. Uh, so I think uh, Philadelphia is going to come uh, first. And I think Philadelphia, it's on record, I think Philadelphia is going to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, so let's, uh, I'm going to take a pause, get a drink, and we'll come back and talk about um, all the new NHL news as of today. And uh, we'll talk about the game one with Calgary versus Dallas. All right, now that I'm all refreshed, let's get into the NHL news uh, again <laughs> for the second time this episode. Uh, uh, big news, the P- Pittsburgh Penguins are not rehiring three of their assistant coaches. So they're all coming up on the ends of their contracts. Uh, but Jim Rutherford, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins general manager, he's, he said how he just wants to change the dynamic and the culture in the locker room and such. Uh, so they're, they're going to hire different assistant coaches. That's almost their entire bench. Uh, New York Rangers obviously won the draft lottery. Kind of upsetting. It's not Ottawa. Still upset. But I will say it will be nice to see uh, New York Rangers with Panarin, Sabina Jed, and um, Alexi Lafreniere all on the same line. Oh, And I did say to my friends that I, I did call him going to New York, but it would have been nice. It, one of them said it would have been nice to go to a Canadian team, and I concur. Uh, but nonetheless, it'll be good to see him flourish in New York. He'll probably stay there for a long time, I would think. But who knows? Uh, and then finally, last night, Tampa Bay, uh, they beat Columbus in a fifth OT. It was insane. Uh, I watched, it was, the. I hopped on, okay, I got the Sportsnet Now account. I hop on, I'm like, ooh. Calgary at Dallas, or it's like Carolina at Boston, I hop on, no, it was Calgary at, uh, I went to watch Calgary at Dallas, and I hop on, and the Tampa Bay Lightning are playing, I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'll watch this instead, and then they're going, and then they're talking about how Boston and Carolina are going to play at 8, and then 8.30 rolls around, and so then they moved that game till today at 11, I believe Boston won, uh, I think 2-1 to one in over, double overtime, but I can't remember. But this was the fourth longest game in NHL history, like I said, going to the fifth overtime. Uh, retired NHL goalie Kelly Rudy, he had the record for the most saves in a game with 73. Corpusalo demolished that with 85. Vasilevsky did well in his own right with 61 shots, or 61 saves. And overall, that was a total of 146 saves, which is insane. But... Yep, Tampa ended up being that, so already my prediction's not looking too good. Uh, I don't know, I think Columbus will get the next one. Or Tampa will come back confident and end up finding more and more ways to kind of get past Columbus's defense. But with that as a wrap, uh, let's get into this Calgary versus Dallas game. So Calgary, our Canadian team, beat Dallas 3-2. to two. Uh, It was a good game one. Uh, they almost... They almost kind of gave it up but they managed to come back uh a thing to note with dallas was they had no tyler sagan but uh starting off hot Gorionov hits the left post uh then big save by anton kubodin on sean monahan later on in the first uh dubay scores his first of the game he's done well this playoffs kind of stepped up and then later on dubay gets another breakaway chance or his first breakaway chance but another chance at goal 
doesn't finish on it, but then he comes back again and scores a beautiful goal. He speeds past defense, kind of pushing them out of the way, and then he scores his second game after beating Kubadin, and he just got an empty net. It was a really nice goal. On to the second period. Uh, Jamie Benn got rocked hard. He kind of went into the offensive zone, kind of danced around the blue line, and kind of turned to see who was coming, and he just got bodied. Uh, but then Goryanov scores with an accidental deflection by TJ Brody. Uh, sucks for Calgary, tough break for Talbot. Doesn't look good for him. And what doesn't look good for him either is seconds later, Radulov tipping a shot past him. And that ties the game 2-2. But before the second period's over, uh, Rasmus Anderson snipes top left corner. Uh, and and after further review, I didn't realize that... I thought he just sniped it. And I was like, man, that's an odd shot to get past him. But turns out it went off... Uh, Dallas's defenseman Sakara's blade, and then going to the third period, not much there, but a uh, big stop by Talbot on Jamie Ben, and then later on in the end, in the dying seconds, Joe Pavelski almost ends or almost ties it up, uh, but he kind of had to reach for the puck, which means he couldn't one time it, so I think that's kind of what saved the game for Calgary there, but didn't look good for Talbot, uh, but just a thing to note, to end it off here, uh, Milan Lucic the $6 million man, uh, he's a point per game right now. He's had a point in each of the five games they've played so far, both in the qualifying round and uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. So that's kind of cool. I like to see it. Maybe he's having a bit of a resurgence. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, it's probably more points than he's had all season. But anyways, uh, that's it for today's podcast. Like I said, sorry for the delay on Mondays. But, this is, but I'll have this one up and I'll... I'll record on Friday. We'll get the schedule back and going. I don't know if I've had a consistent schedule, uh, but I'd like to get that going. Um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, I'm DJ Odog. You can follow me on Instagram at dj.odog, uh, or you can follow me on Twitter at odog62. Uh, there you can find latest updates on when episodes get released. Uh, you can give your input, and we'll just have a good time. Uh, so thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.